Hello and welcome to the Balanced Wealth Podcast. My name is Jared Topel and I'm an owner and financial planner at Topel and Destasi Wealth Management in Berkeley, California. In today's episode of Balanced Wealth, I want to talk a bit about investing and specifically investing versus gambling. What the differences are, what the similarities are, and how to make sure you know which one you are actually doing. For some people, it seems like the word investing is synonymous with the word gambling. And if you don't invest the right way, I totally agree. However, if done correctly, investors should be able to put the odds of success in their favor, which is rarely, if ever, true when gambling. And to me, this is really the biggest difference between an investor and a gambler. Both certainly entail some risk, but one comes with the odds in your favor, and the other comes with the odds almost always stacked against you. Let's talk a little bit more about investors versus gamblers, and then move on on how to make sure you are the former and not the latter. Gambling is generally done for fun or excitement, or sadly sometimes out of desperation, and over the long term is usually a losing proposition. Unless you are the house, the odds will almost always be against your winning. That doesn't mean it can't happen. You might get lucky from time to time, but it is certainly not something you should count on happening. And now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying there's anything inherently wrong with gambling, when you can afford it, and when you understand that you are doing it. Gambling, in my eyes, becomes dangerous when you can't afford to lose what you're risking, or just as importantly, when you don't realize that gambling is what you're doing. In other words, you think you're investing when in fact, you're actually gambling. The key with gambling is to understand when you are doing it, understand what you are risking, and understand you likely have the odds stacked against you. If you're aware and okay with all of these things, then by all means, gamble away. Investing, on the other hand, is not usually done simply for fun or for the thrill of it, but instead it's done to reach a specific goal, and when done correctly, should should put the odds of success in your favor. Investing, when done right, is done to reach a specific goal that, without investing, would otherwise be unattainable. Yes, it is still a risk, but it is a calculated risk, taken with thought and purpose, with the odds of success in your favor. So, this all obviously leads to the question, and really the purpose of this podcast, of how do we become a good investor with the odds in our favor? How do we know if we are true investors and not just gamblers who mistakenly think they are investors? And to answer this question, I would say that at its simplest level, there are really two tenets to good investing. First, you must be sure you are truly a long-term investor. The statistics of investing are certainly in your favor over the long run, but you need to be sure you have the long run to let the statistics do their work. There's no specific definition of long run, but I would say as a general rule of thumb, five years is a minimum, and having 10 years or more really allows you to put the odds and the statistics in your favor. Second, you absolutely have to be an unemotional investor. You need to be systematic. You need to be methodical. You need to be unwavering for the long term. This is one area of life where you don't want to ever use the F word, and by that I mean Feel. Feelings and emotions are great for lots of things, but investing is definitely not one of them. 
So as you can see, the solution to ensuring you are truly an investor and not just a gambler is relatively simple. Just be unemotional for the long term. But just because it is relatively simple on paper doesn't mean it is at all easy to put into practice. How do we ensure we are and can continue to be long-term investors? How do we force ourselves to be unemotional for the long term? And while everyone may attack this a little differently, I'll discuss here three steps I believe, I believe everyone can and should take in order to accomplish these goals. Step one, adequate cash reserves. Step two, adequate insurance coverage. Step three, financial planning. Once again, that's adequate cash reserves, adequate insurance coverage, and financial planning. When used correctly and in conjunction, these three items should allow an investor to ensure that they are long-term and unemotional investors, which, as I've stated, is exactly how you become an investor and not just a gambler. Let's briefly look more closely at why each of these three items is so important. Cash reserves. I believe the biggest difference between good investors who have put the odds in their favor and poor investors, also known in this podcast as closet gamblers, is adequate cash reserves. Without adequate cash reserves, you are never really a good investor because smart investing, where you've put the odds in your favor, means investing for the long term. And without adequate cash reserves, how do you know you have a long term? You can come up with the greatest financial plan and long-term investment strategy on the planet, but if you don't have the time to see it through because you're forced to access your investment assets sooner than planned, it's impossible to consistently put the odds in your favor. And that is why cash is king in any realistic financial plan and investment strategy. Think of cash as portfolio insurance that ensures you are able to leave your long-term investment assets invested for the long term. Next up, insurance. So the same goes for other forms of insurance beyond cash reserves. This means life insurance, health insurance, auto insurance, disability insurance, liability insurance, and long-term care insurance. Again, without adequate risk protection in place, i.e. insurance, you'll never be able to put the odds of long-term investing to work for you because again, you can't be at all certain you will actually have the long-term. You need to be able to leave your long-term investments alone for the long-term, regardless of the roadblocks and bumps that inevitably come along the way. And that is exactly what insurance is meant for. And then finally is financial planning. An investor, as opposed to a gambler, should have a well thought out and executed financial plan. This is really how you keep the emotion out of the equation. This is how we stop using the F word when investing. A financial plan is like a good GPS system, showing where you are, where you want to be, and the safest or smartest way to get there. Yes, there may be changes along the way, but at least we're starting with the end in mind, knowing full well what we are doing and why. With a clear path and a clear destination in mind, you should be less prone to emotional choices along the way, which has been proven to be the best way to actually accomplish your goals. So to summarize, investing and gambling are not the same. Yes, they both entail risk, but one comes with the odds in your favor, and the other most certainly does not. The two tenets of intelligent investing are invest for the long term and invest unemotionally.
the three keys to ensure you are able to do that and truly enable you to be an investor and not just a closet gambler are one, adequate cash reserves, two, adequate insurance, and three, a well thought out and executed financial plan, including an unemotional investment strategy. Thank you all for listening today. Until next time, this is Jarrett Topel for Balanced Wealth, wishing you all the best with your personal and financial futures. Thank you.